0: light beer dark money agree on something politics culture and the intersection of faith freedom and free enterprise and now here are your hosts light beer chris clements and dark money sean noble welcome back i'm sean noble
1: i'm chris clements Good morning. Good, good afternoon. And good evening. Good night.
0: Wherever you are. Wherever you are, and whenever you're listening. So that's I, from the Truman Show. Yes,
1: I love that movie. It was a great movie. That is that is that is Jim Carrey's greatest movie. Oh, huh. No, there is a
0: good. There is a. We, we can go off on topic. another tangent, wow. but in
1: terms of the one he probably should have won the Oscar for, I think the Truman Show was great.
0: Um. Yeah, it was it was it, that was a phenomenal show. He was a great
1: riddler too. I know some people are detractors on that, but he was um, I mean pet detective liar, liar. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I th- those were not Oscar wins. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> with, but but, but know, they were just Oscar nominated performances. Pretty darn funny. Truman show he um, showed a different side to him. Yeah. You know, true. Although his comeback as Dr. Robotnik and Sonic is just Amazing. And I know you're not even there again yet. Nope. But I had a boy who's grown out of that now, but was a Sonic the Hedgehog. Everything was Sonic. Hmm. And I was pleasantly surprised by that movie. Interesting. I'll have to check that out. Jim Carrey stole the entire movie. That's interesting. And they have the second one coming out in like two weeks. There you go. So I had the opportunity last week to visit your alma
0: mater, USC. Fight on. Fight on. And uh, I spoke at a a, a, a up, upper class comms class that's uh, focused on political communications and at Annenberg uh, at Annenberg mm. and it was it was a great experience really I really enjoyed it how did that and, come about uh, the professor is a guy that uh, used to work for Frank Luntz and he and I had worked on some projects together years ago oh great man. and
1: uh, so he there weren't any protesters as you walked in the class <laughs> no. people weren't trying to shout you he down kept it, he
0: kept it under wraps with just his class i think i think if the administration had known they might have had an issue
1: but they would have. no. i i because because apparently you know free speech is a big issue on college campuses
0: yeah <laughs> it's a good thing there wasn't any admin people
1: like <laughs> you <coughs> saw what happened class. last week at yale law school yeah yeah that could
0: have happened to you that's true i doubt it but <clears throat> um i was I was very uh impressed with how engaged the students were. So these are some comms majors. There were This was a 400 level relations. class. Yeah. So seniors mostly. Yeah. Yeah. Um and uh and that they just had just come off spring break. So uh they were <laughs> bright eyed
1: and bushy-tailed. They were they they were lucid. Yeah. Um
0: but uh it was I they asked really really solid questions um and it gave me a chance to to tell some pretty fun stories um
1: but What were some of the questions they asked you? Well, the I I I'm 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 concerned about the educational system in America and well, and I, it, these but the but the, fa- but the fact that they gave me hope. These okay. these
0: students gave me hope in the future.
1: That's great.
0: Um I'm I'm guessing you know we didn't really talk about philosophy i'm I'm guessing most of them probably lean left um there might be a a handful or so that didn't um but they asked the one question was you know you were with john shatty they'd obviously done some research on me did
1: anybody ask you about how you're the prince of dark money no
0: uh they didn't really do much of their research did they well they they got a kick out of the name of our Podcast.
1: Oh, so, did you promote the podcast? I, did. I
0: promoted the podcast.
1: Oh, great! Well, shout out to all you <laughs> Trojans out there listening. Fight
0: on! Fight on! Um, so, the, the one of the questions was, uh, you know, you were John. You were with John Shattuck during the 9/11 crisis and during the financial crisis a few years later. You know, how did you deal with those things, and did, how has it shaped how you deal with crises in your? professional life now, hmm. which I thought was a pretty good question. Yeah. Um, so, uh, one other question was, uh, this was asked. So there is, there was a student there, um, who is from Safford. Oh, wow. Which is where I was born. Yeah. Uh, she was pretty excited to, to see a, a Safford boy. An Arizona. <laughs> I was, you know, impressed that we had Safford represented at USC. Oh, good. Um, but she asked a question about, you know, having grown up in a small town and uh, how have have you, you know, your philosophy or values, how have they stayed the same? How has that influenced your philosophy and values and, you know, what's stayed the same, what's changed? I thought that was a pretty, pretty How did you answer question.
1: that? That's a great question. I said
0: that, uh, well, having grown up in a very religious uh, household, uh, that there were, a number of things in in a very conservative household. I was obviously philosophically pretty much the same as where I was growing up. I'm probably socially a little bit more moderate um, than I was back then. Really?
1: Yeah. See, I I did not know that about you. Yeah. You know. In in what ways are you more socially moderate?
0: Well, I I think uh, I, I have no problem with with gay marriage. Okay. So, and I, growing up, I would have definitely had an issue with that. So that's, that's a, a, probably the, the most obvious example of where I've evolved on that issue or changed.
1: Did they ask you about that?
0: No. No. Um, there were questions about, uh, you know, how do you deal with, you know, either creating a brush fire or, or defending, and, and, you know, so Talk about opposition, opposition research yeah. and, you know, negative campaigning and hits like that. So I was able to tell the story about uh, when I was in uh, helping with Tom Coburn's Senate race, and they had a vicious TV commercial attack uh, and how we dealt with that. So overall, it was a very engaging conversation. And uh, I, I think I might get, get a chance to go back oh, next semester great. and, you know continue be, to be a little be
1: adjunct professor at the university
0: I don't know of about california that, but uh, I'll be a, a visiting speaker yeah on the regular so well that's great
1: yeah so that's, I was that's... I was
0: impressed with your alma mater that's yeah, a beautiful i had forgotten how beautiful that campus is
1: well in the Annenberg... so which you were in the new Annenberg building well, was, right next no. to the bookstore or were you in the I was older in the wallace
0: book? wallace Annenberg. it's it's kitty corner to some field like a stadium Looking, okay like track so it's yeah
1: it's kitty corner to heritage hall and and um all that over there and that's one of the most beautiful parts of campus yeah kind of tucked in the in the trees and everything yeah Is that where no, you were it, yeah
0: yeah it was beautiful yeah
1: that's that's an amazing part of campus i used to just go there and kind of hang out and sit and yeah and world I, had go by. I had a i lurked
0: i had a little bit of a you know time you between, go to the bookstore get some swag no i didn't I thought about it. I should have. should have brought me back. something. Yeah, you're right.
1: I, I feel bad. What's about wrong that with name. you? I don't know. I wasn't thinking. Yeah. So. Well, I think what's encouraging about you being invited to go on campus is that there's this, you know, right now we're, we're there's a crisis in free speech, especially yes. on college campuses where conservative speakers, and this is not a new thing, but it's getting more vitriolic where, where people are being shattered down and, and, um, threatened. By physically and and well, it actually that that leads to one of the other great and and so communication. You being invited is one thing; it's a closed classroom, you know. He probably laid some ground rules and what have you. I'm sure some people took your picture and tweeted it out or or did something whatever. But but if we lose free speech, if we lose the ability to to speak truth and 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 just uh, have a discussion. Within a college setting, which is supposed to be where you have those discussions, we're going to lose this country. Yeah.
0: Well, and I was, I was very—so there was a question about, you know, how do you deal with—how do we change? Because I talked a lot about how, how vitriolic the political debate has been, and, and I was asked a question about um, how—you know, is there a way to change it? I said, ultimately, the most important way to change it is you. That, that as people who engage in political discourse, we have to be kind. We, we can be agreeable in our disagreements. We don't have to be assholes. We can, we can have very strong opinions. You know, there very are children sp- who listen to this
1: show. I just want to Yeah. Wow. I, I was informed of that the other day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> when I dropped another F-bomb. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Okay. When you dropped the F-bomb. Sorry. I, Sorry. A good friend of mine had his kids in the car. He's like, what was that?
0: Okay. I apologize. Um, The thing I did, that was wrong. (laughs) But it's free speech. You know? Well, vulgarity is not necessarily, uh, I mean, it's free speech, but it's not necessarily. But we have
1: people being banned for all sorts of things. People being taken off Twitter. People being being, uh, canceled. And the cancel culture is all the rage right now. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at an article in, in Town Hall. Tucker Carlson hits back on Twitter for censoring his account. You know, for for retweeting things that were taken off, like the Babylon Bee and and some of the transgender. Well, how issues that in are going the world on. is the Babylon Bee? T- I mean, it's flipping. They're they're man fake, of the year. Tweet. I mean,
0: it's it. Yeah, it's it's it is literally
1: parody. Yeah, it's all parody. But but that we can go into those issues at another time. But it, I, I guess I'm a purist and maybe I'm I'm more of a liberal, dare say, or a classical liberal or maybe a liberal from the 1970s or 60s in terms of speech. Like, I I truly believe, like, I will defend your right to say stupid stuff. I will defend your right to say racist stuff. I'll defend your right to say whatever you feel that you need to say, even though I disagree with it. Yeah. Because well, it, because that's what this country was founded on. I mean, you think about college campuses in the '60s,
0: the the people who were protesting and fighting for free speech, and they would they've got to be just. I mean, well, Ira Glassman, who was the head of the ACLU, who defended Nazis and their right to march in Skokie, Illinois. Yeah, in the middle of the Jewish community. I mean, he got a lot of grief for that, but his position was. We have to protect the First Amendment yeah. because it's, it is about things we don't agree with. But we've got to be able to have the ability to have debate and, and the exchange of ideas. I mean, and this
1: is how topsy-turvy things have become. So I'm listening to a, to a podcast yesterday, and I forwarded it on to you. And I'm not even a big fan of Megyn Kelly. But for some reason, she had RFK Jr. on. And I go, oh, I want to listen to this because here's a guy who's from this iconic family. right? I mean, basically staunch defenders of the First Amendment, you know, better or for worse, who's being canceled all over the country for having a contrarian view on vaccines, vaccines. and also for writing a book called The Real uh, Tony Fauci, basically blasting Dr. Fauci for making millions and millions of dollars off of the policies he's pursued over the last 30, 40 years, interesting, most, most very accurate book. And he's been blasted for it. And, uh, and, and yet he, he made the point. He said, I have, I've defended Nazis for saying, for being able to March, I've defended it. And now I'm being canceled for being critical of, of some policies that have brought some harm to, uh, to certain members of the population. Yeah. I mean, he made great points about how the shutdowns have, have hurt the poor, that, that the entire Fauciism is a war on the poor. And, and, made, and made some other great points just about, about the economic calamities that our, that our country has endured for what over well, the last and, several and, years. And, and yet he's calamities. being counseled. Yeah, the counsel. health
0: calamities. I mean, one thing that we both saw yesterday was this new report out that there, have, there were more alcohol-related deaths for the population under sixty-five in the in the U.S. last year than of COVID.
1: Yeah, and that's well, and that goes into into the discussion of with COVID or from COVID. <laughs> well, and, I then, mean, and then from COVID is probably even less. But uh, but the alcohol piece is something that I read that article and I was deeply troubled by it, principally because. Uh, there are politicians here locally. I personally reached out to and said, "Do not shut things down. Don't shut down the restaurants. Don't shut down the bars. Don't shut down anything, because first of all, those are those are workers that are some of our most vulnerable, mm-hmm. because they work they work paycheck to paycheck, and and you're gonna you're gonna see an increase." and don't shut down any businesses either don't i was 100 percent against shutdowns because of of exactly what with that report said we're going to see increase in drug abuse depression alcohol abuse and then everything that comes with that spousal abuse child abuse right um right and and we've seen all of that because of the policies pursued by the last administration and this administration yeah um, so but but a year ago you know you could be canceled for saying that the wuhan lab you know created created covid or you did could, actually not saying it but, but saying that's a possibility a possibility that that, that's, that covid came from the wuhan lab as a leak and you would be canceled from yeah. youtube and everything else and now it's given due consideration
0: well maybe so, even more so, than due consideration so
1: yesterday's right. misinformation is today's fact <laughs> Right, I've, you know, I'm, I'm ranting, but I just feel like we're at a really dangerous place in our country where you have a panel, one of liberal, one of conservative. They're going to have a discussion. They're going to have a debate. And you have leftists coming in and shouting them down and, and threatening them with bodily harm, which is what happened at Yale Law, yeah. Law School last week. I right. was outraged by that. Well, and so for you to go to the University of Southern California, one of the most prestigious universities in the country, as the prince of dark money, and be able to speak freely at, at, at an Annenberg communications class is a victory.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Call it a victory. That's good. I'll, I'll take it as a victory. Yeah. Well, I think that uh, at some point, there's going to be a whiplash. Maybe it's already to begun. But the those that are trying to suppress speech uh, ultimately will fail uh, because their overreach is going to be just too much.
1: Yeah.
0: It just depends on how much damage they can do until that happens. And I think that's why we have to stay vigilant on protecting the right of people to say what they
1: believe, even or, when we or think even it's outrageous. I mean, just... just or just raise on. questions. Well, even what's going on in, in Ukraine, you have this... Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm bringing up Tucker Carlson again and, and Tulsi Gabbard. They were, they were labeled Russian assets two weeks ago for just asking what the end game in there. Who's making the money? Yeah. Who's, who's going to benefit most from our policies in Ukraine? And what, 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 what do we need to do to make sure that we don't get into a quagmire? That's all they were asking. Yeah, You're a Russian asset. You know, we can't go there. You know, I will defend anyone's right to say stupid stuff or or stuff that makes other people upset. Yeah.
0: Well, then we will be.
1: Maybe we'll get canceled for saying what we just said. I don't don't
0: think so. I don't think so. We're just a little small. Yeah.
1: Well, part of the body politic.
0: Thanks to USC and the students
1: there. USC has a football team. I heard that they had a practice that. the other day. They did. They I should have did. gone by. And it was called by Colin Cowherd the most perfect practice ever. That's what he. That's what wow. he said. He tweeted so, that out. Uh,
0: so there's some high hopes it, for USC this this coming season.
1: Well, I mean, Lincoln Riley comes in and he, you know, he bought a fourteen million dollar home in Palos Verdes. Okay, <laughs> you okay. just see this place. But uh, yeah, so hopefully he wins. He better, he's gonna. He's Hopefully have to get out of that house If he doesn't, I, I certainly will be there at the first game against against Rice. Well, I'm, I'm sure you will.
0: <laughs> All right, we'll fight on. Okay. Fight on. Have a great one, folks. Thanks yeah. for listening.